0: From Pacifica Radio, this is Democracy Now. Uh, there are occasional moments in human affairs uh, where power relations uh, make it possible to establish social and economic arrangements that actually merit the term uh, world order. Uh, merit might not be the right word. Uh, it's not necessarily a phrase that should be invested with Uh, Positive connotations, this history amply reveals. Today, a speech by Professor Noam Chomsky on the New World Order. All that and more coming up on Pacifica Radio's Democracy Now! Welcome to Democracy Now! I'm Amy Goodman. In a major victory for the White House, Republican leaders said yesterday that Congress would hand over $18 billion to the International Monetary Fund. In exchange for the money, the Clinton administration has agreed to work with other nations to push through changes in the way the Washington-based lending agency does business. According to a draft of the compromise, the IMF would be forced to charge crisis-hit countries more for loans to demand quicker repayment on some loans, and to give the public and Congress more information about its policy decisions. In the last weeks, as the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank have been meeting in Washington, there have been alternative meetings going on, like groups like the 50 Years is Enough campaign, who have called for the IMF's dissolution. To pay off the huge U.S. debt to the United Nations, which threatens to cost Washington its General Assembly vote, President Clinton will have to accept an anti-abortion policy imposed by Congress, this according to Republican leaders. Congress approved the nearly $1 billion in payments last April, but the legislation was held back in hopes Clinton would reconsider his threatened veto over a provision barring international family planning agencies that receive U.S. aid from trying to change abortion rules in countries they serve. For the seventh year in a row, the General Assembly has condemned the U.S. economic blockade on Cuba by an overwhelming margin and called on Washington to end its sanctions. Only two countries voted in favor of the sanctions, the United States and Israel. It's interesting that Israel would vote against, uh, would vote in favor of the sanctions, considering it does business in Cuba. Twelve other countries abstained. At the U.N. yesterday, Cuba's Foreign Minister Roberto Rabina said... Blind and deaf, the United States of America continues to ignore the demands made by this assembly during six successive years to put an end to its long, harsh, and merciless economic, commercial, and financial war against Cuba. This news from California. Environmentalists have started a nationwide campaign to pressure the giant Home Depot chain to get rid of products made of ancient redwoods and other old-growth lumber. Environmentalists demonstrated outside 70 of the 713 Home Depot stores yesterday. In New York, three protesters locked themselves to merchandise and were arrested and charged with trespassing. Four demonstrators also were arrested near San Francisco. The Rainforest Action Network estimates that just a fifth of the world's old-growth forests are left. ABC News killed a proposed 2020 story about alleged security problems at Disney World in Florida, but officials deny the network's corporate parent, Walt Disney, had a say in the decision. Publishers of Disney, The Mouse Betrayed, agreed to give investigative reporter Brian Ross exclusive access to research in their book before it was published. The book alleges that Disney World doesn't perform security checks to prevent the hiring of sex offenders and fails to aggressively prosecute pedophiles found in the park. In a campaign debate in St. Louis, Missouri, Republican Senator Christopher Bond yesterday said the United States should repeal its 22-year-old ban on assassinating foreign heads of state. The two-term Republican said that dropping the 1976 executive order banning assassinations from U.S. foreign policy could be worth it if it saves innocent lives. He went on to say that assassinating Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein could reduce suffering in Iraq, but said he had no specific targets in mind. Bond's Democratic challenger, Jay Nixon, called the proposal radical and alarmist. White House and House Judiciary Committee lawyers will meet next week for the first time to discuss the impeachment inquiry against President Clinton. Paul McNulty, a spokesperson for the committee, says the meeting will take place Tuesday. McNulty says the panel's lawyers will invite White House counsel Charles Ruff to provide them with exculpatory information. He also says the meeting will cover how the House and the White House can work together to expedite the process. The announcement of the meeting comes as committee chair Henry Hyde considers trimming back the allegations against Clinton. Hyde says he may do so in order to finish the panel's work by the end of the year. And... Wole Shwayinka, Nigeria's exiled Nobel laureate in literature, returned home nearly four years after fleeing the military dictatorship he vigorously opposed. And finally, Royal Caribbean Cruises, the world's second largest cruise line, was ordered yesterday to pay $8 million for dumping oil and lying to the U.S. Coast Guard about it. That's some of the news. And just before we go to a speech by Professor Noam Chomsky, we wanted to bring you this report. As we brought you on Democracy Now! a few weeks ago, activists from Earth First and the American Indian Movement have joined with residents in a Minneapolis neighborhood to fight the construction of a highway to the Mall of America, the largest mall in the United States. Well, yesterday, that neighborhood was raided by Minnesota state troopers and city police. During the raid, we got a chance to speak to one of the activists by cell phone. He goes by the name Solstice. Hello, Solstice. Yes. Can you tell us what's happening yes uh, what's happening is uh we organized a statewide rally today to show our community support um to stop this reroute that's going through sacred sites to the mendota meditawakum people tearing up homes and um, and destroying